friend Drew Allen. And I'll tell you what, he's a tough guy. A millennial conservative. I've, I've become a big fan of One your writing. Of the great young thinkers of our time. Appreciate his opinion. Conservative Drew Allen. As die-hard conservative. I to this guy for wisdom. All right, and this is Drew Allen, your Millennial Minister of Truth. Uh, Captain, I, I'm sharing this link right now. We're live here broadcasting on Twitter and uh, across the uh, the platforms here. One sec. We can't have radio silence. I'll lose everybody. I know how this works, and we're shared. Okay, here I am, Captain. Look, you know, I was up really late last night. This is I, this is just authentic, Drew. You know, I'm not, there's, 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 no, uh, there's no performance here. Um, I'm, I'm exhausted because, you know, if you're a subscriber to my Substack, you probably – uh, see the stupid hours that I work, and that doesn't even uh, compare to what the captain does for for his his hours. But you know, I was up really late last night because something's been bothering me, and and it's this this Dominion voting systems lawsuit against Fox News. And you know what I've discovered through my research um, that I was up late, you know, into the night looking into. Well, it's just what I expected. It's just what I, what I expected. And, and that is an assault on our free speech. Um, this 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 Dominion lawsuit, right? I mean, they're they're going after Fox News as as a company, uh, and you know they're trying to get billions in damages uh, because you know what what well, well you know they're pitching this as a defamation case. It's actually a defecation uh, case is more correct. But um, you know they're they're claiming that Fox News and not just Fox News but also uh, One America News Network, Newsmax, anybody who suggested that the voting systems had problems, uh, that the election was rigged, which would be those of us on the right, well, they're 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 suing for defamation, and it all all the defamation suit is right. It's a thinly veiled endeavor by actually the Democratic Party to finally finally uh, censor and eliminate competition that would be i mean who does the left hate more than tucker carlson and fox news nobody right i mean they, they've been trying to go after him and cancel him forever and i would point something out to you and we'll get into this later as the events unfold on the program but you know this lawsuit was initially filed in in 2021 and it was against one american news network um and then it's expanded right they, they sought permission much later to include Fox News in this lawsuit as well. Now, you know, when you do a lawsuit like this, you know, you open yourself up to what's called discovery, right? So uh, it goes both ways. On the one hand, Dominion is able to then access communications at Fox News, even communications that have nothing to do, perhaps, with what they're alleging here. And... Fox News also, though, has the ability to go in and access communications at Dominion. Now, the left is covering one side of this, of course, and they're using this lawsuit to try and smear and discredit Fox News. Now, it's interesting that this vomit of propaganda and, and it is coming, right, at the exact moment that the left is fearful that Tucker Carlson is going to Cover what on his program? What did Tucker Carlson just get access to from the House Republicans? The J6 footage. The J6 footage. And the left has been losing their minds. Now, the left was not interested or curious. 
They weren't demanding access to this footage for the past X amount of years since January 6, 2020. They weren't interested in this footage at all. You know, that was back in the day when, of course, the Democrats controlled the House and they conducted their phony witch hunt, the J6 committee, right? And they hired, you know, a, a executive at ABC News, a former executive to put together, you know, a mini series, if you will, of cherry picked images and videos and so on and so forth to sell their narrative that this J6 was an insurrection. And that was in. They were that was the end of it. They were very happy that they had control of the narrative. Well, they don't have control of it anymore. And Speaker of the House McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, is fulfilling a promise that he made to make that footage accessible. Now, some people are getting upset about the fact that it's been revealed that Tucker Carlson and his team can only access it at the Capitol and so on and so forth. I mean, you know, I, I don't think uh, we need to get bent out of shape about that right now. As long as Tucker has access to the footage and gets what he wants, um, it, it's okay. So, so don't, don't, you know, let's not go there yet. Let's not lose the optimism about uh, where this particular um, opportunity is headed for us. But now all of a sudden that Tucker has the, the been granted access to the footage, and we know what he's going to expose because we've already seen it with footage that exists. You know, the Democrat Party certainly was involved in the J6 quote-unquote insurrection. You know, they, they did to us in the U.S. what they do all around the world, what they do in Russia, or what they do in Ukraine, for example, when they support these, these movements, these uprisings. These, I mean, this is what Democrats do. They're, they're activists, right? And they do use these military tactics. I mean, all around the country with Antifa, with BLM, these are organized groups and protests. I mean, whether it comes to, to, to you know, protesting outside the Supreme Court justices' homes over abortion, you know, they use these groups like militant mobs to influence, right? I mean, it's outrageous that, you know, our Supreme Court justices would be threatened or be made to feel threatened by anybody to influence their apolitical decision as it's supposed to be on the Supreme Court. But that's why these groups exist and the Democrats are behind them. That in itself is, is, is such a big deal. Um, it's such a scandal. And yet we've just grown to accept this in the United States of America. So anyway, so Dominion here is going after them and they want to discredit Fox News. So you're, you're, you're getting this leak of information from Dominion, right? I mean, you know, where's this information coming from, right? Where's the reporting coming from? It's Dominion lawyers who were the only ones who were involved in looking at these communications be between Fox and leaking that information. So Dominion, therefore, has to be working with the Democrats and their media to get this information out. Do you understand? And the great irony here is that by attempting, right, Dominion's attempting to, to you know, say that, you know, they were defamed. Um, and, to, you know, they want to prove that there was no cheating, that their systems were totally perfect, perfect systems, you know, the best voting machines ever in the history of the world, the freest and fairest election, all because of Dominion voting systems. Well, the great irony here is that they're proving that we should be even more skeptical and more concerned about Dominion's voting systems because of the reasons that they're doing this. Right. They are they are doing the bidding of the Democratic Party to try and cancel and silence Fox News and other people who are right leaning. And this has been the objective of the left for a long time. They want a, a, a return. They want the restoration of their monopoly over the media. And if you look at numbers between I think it was. Well, it was between, I think, 2020 and 2021. I think it was a June to June period. 
you know, it was reported about how all of these audiences, on, uh, you know, had, had just abandoned these news networks. And Fox News had something like around 1.2 million average viewers. And that showed a drop of 30-something percent. But their 1.2 million average viewers was enormous still compared to CNN or MSNBC and these other networks. I mean, CNN, I, I think, lost 49% of its audience. MSNBC lost something like close to 40% or something of their audience. And so the, the great irony is that Dominion is saying, they are saying that Fox News, right? They knew that what they were saying about a rigged election and the Dominion voting systems, they knew that they were lying, but lied anyway because Fox News was trying to attract an audience and make profits. Now, Dominion depends upon all of these various counties and states buying what? Dominion voting systems. There's a conflict of interest here anyway. Dominion systems needs to have this beautiful reputation because in the market, and it's taxpayer dollars that buy this voting equipment, by the way, So it's in Dominion's best interest that we don't go back to hand ballots. They want these electronic voting machines and Dominion voting machines incorporated in every place in America. Every place in America. But anyway, let's deal with one one thing first. So the the, the, the allegation here essentially is that Republicans are crazy, that, that Trump that Fox News, that One American News Network, how dare they question these voting machines? I've got it in front of me here. Uh, this is um, this was the 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 initial lawsuit filed on um, August tenth, twenty twenty one, and this is the lawsuit against One American News Network. On the actual facts, the November twenty twenty election was a huge success for Dominion. In jurisdiction after jurisdiction in 28 states in the midst of a highly disruptive pandemic, Dominion's voting machines facilitated efficient and reliable voting with accurate tallying of votes. Dominion machines created an auditable, auditable, auditable and verifiable paper trail over Literally thousands of hand audits across the country. Those paper ballots confirm the accuracy of the Dominion machine's tallies. Dominion emerged from the election with arguably the most tested, most scrutinized, and most proven voting technology in recent history. That's an absolute lie. In instance after instance across this country, there were reports of glitches with Dominion software. And I'll get into some of those examples in a minute. But I want to address the first thing first. And that's this. This bogus witch hunt. Captain, start that clock for me. Or, or, you know, update it. All right, so let's, let's, first things first. So, you know, it's so unprecedented that, you know, Fox News would question the integrity of these, uh, these voting machines, right? Well, I want to, I want to, I want to um, queue up, cut to Captain. So this is 2016. Now, in 2016, you may not remember that, but the left and their media were warning about Russians hacking the software, hacking the 
you know, the, these, these voting systems like Dominion. That was the big storyline. Now, after the 2016 election and Hillary Clinton lost, you know, the left, you know, people have, so, the left, I guess, well, I guess they know that their voter base is stupid and ignorant. But, you know, we're not, and we remember this stuff. I remember this stuff. So after, after Hillary Clinton lost in 2016, there was a conspiracy theory amongst the left. Computer scientists were saying that they had evidence that showed that the voting machines had been hacked to hand Donald Trump the election. So here is Andrea Mitchell spreading that baseless conspiracy theory back in 2016. Cut to Captain Go. Hillary Clinton's margin has now gone over 2 million votes ahead of Donald Trump in the popular vote, a popular vote advantage that will not change the outcome of the election, which is, of course, determined by the Electoral College. Still, some Clinton supporters are now trying to mount a campaign to ask for an audit in key states to see if a recount should be ordered. According to a group of election lawyers and computer scientists cited by Gabe Sherman in New York Magazine, there is, quote, persuasive evidence that election results in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan may have been manipulated or hacked. Uh-oh. I froze, Captain. You got me back? Great. Well, anyway, so you just heard Andrea, Andrea Mitchell there. I mean, there she is, the insurrectionist herself, spreading these baseless conspiracy theories. Look at her giving time and credibility to that conspiracy theory. Where was the defamation lawsuit? But she wasn't the only one. Get a cut three ready. Here's another clip from MSNBC. Um, and here's the theory again. Go ahead and play it, Captain. Go. I'm going to read from your story. You, you filed this tonight on Clinton and whether or not there are voting irregularities that... that require uh, some greater auditing. You write that, quote, Alex Hallerman, the director of the University of Michigan Center for Computer Security and Society, believes along with a group they have found, quote, persuasive evidence results in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania may have been manipulated or hacked. Mm -hmm. The findings you report indicate that in Wisconsin, Clinton received 7% fewer votes in counties that relied on electronic voting machines compared with counties that used optical scanners and paper mm -hmm. ballots. Well, how about that? There is MSNBC again touting that baseless conspiracy theory that hackers got into the uh, software there and handed Trump the election. So, you know, it's, it's very clear to me that this isn't about defamation. This is just a Democrat-run operation um, to discredit Fox News and to continue to call for censorship. Now, something else that's important to point out here is that if you think about the timing of this, and not just the timing, but the circumstances, we know that the FBI, right, the government, Democrats, were actively involved, uh, you know, in using Twitter, going to Twitter and urging them, using them to censor uh, voices of dissent. So we know there is a movement in this country by the Democratic Party and the establishment to end free speech and to interfere with it strip it from us altogether. They want one, one party political rule and one set of talking points that is permissible in this country. And that's what this lawsuit is getting to the bottom of. And you'll hear Democrats in a little bit talking about it. But anyway, I, you know, here's, here's the reality about Dominion. They're not, they're not safe, okay? And, and, and the truth is, Democrats until 2020 raised hell over these 
types of voting systems being implemented. And the problem in general is that they are vulnerable, and everyone admits that and acknowledges it. And secondarily, there's a conflict of interest uh, because obviously something like, you know, um, domain, dominion, you know, I mean, it's in their best interest to make profits based on, you know, selling their equipment. So I don't like the fact that there is a money component component introduced to our election process. Do you understand that? I mean, you're basically outsourcing your elections and depending upon some quote unquote private entity that is not transparent at all to control election results. By the way, Dominion gave money to the Clinton Foundation in 2014. We knew that in 2020, but the media said, well, lots of people gave to the Clinton Foundation. That doesn't mean anything. No, 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 not not lots of people gave money to the Clinton Foundation. People gave money to the Clinton Foundation who wanted favors, who wanted favors. To me, that's a little bit alarming because we know what the Clinton Foundation was used for and Dominion did give them money in 2014. But, you know, even though the fact checkers admit that's true, it doesn't mean anything we are told. So uh, queue up cut one, Captain. Now I have a, a, this is a little bit longer, but just watch it. This is from a documentary in 2006. Uh, It was praised by the Huffington Post in 2016, 10 years later. And in fact, the article I'll read is called 10 Years After HBO's Hacking Democracy, Electoral Vulnerabilities Still Exist. Now, this is a documentary that got put out and I'll let you hear it first. I'll let you hear it first. But this is is what um, the documentary is about purporting that they actually found out. They were actually able to hack into um, these voting machines at the time. And this is what the documentary is about. Go ahead and play play it, Captain. Go. It was showing a minus sign in front of the votes that it had subtracted. It says... There's minus 16,022 votes here. That kind of subtraction cannot occur accidentally. So imagine you can go into a box and essentially rewrite history. When I press the button next to my name, then I see Mr. Gambaluka's name in the display when I press Susan Bernacker. We can't count our votes, so how do we know this is right? It worked correctly, it's recording votes correctly, and quite honestly, the results will be accurate and reliable. What their inner workings are is the votes of you and I, citizens of America. We wouldn't have to do this if our system wasn't secret and hadn't been turned over to private corporations. I raise this objection because I am convinced that we as a body must conduct a formal and legitimate debate about election irregularities. Clerk will report the objection. Someone consciously tried to steal votes. Our democracy could go out of business. We won't have a republic left. It won't be recognizable. We're going to have to go back in there and take this back by whatever means necessary. All right. Have you ever heard of that one, Captain? Me neither. Me neither. 
But I'm glad that I came across it thanks to none other than the Huffington Post. Now, I want to get into this. This was written in 2016 about this documentary, and I'll explain more about what they did. So concerns over electoral integrity aren't necessarily new. However, the, uh, the issue seems particularly prevalent with respect to this election. In 2016, of course, uh, everyone on the left was, was worried about the Russians hacking our elections. So hacking democracy, according to Michaels, uh, who's involved in the documentary, tells the story of relentless citizen investigators led by the extraordinary writer Bev Harris, who first discovered Diebold's secret vote counting computer software and founded blackboxvoting.org. Now, the subject of this documentary is a private company that provided voting equipment, um, electronic voting systems, to 28 of our states. Okay? And so, after this documentary, um, well, I'll tell you what happens, because the truth is stranger than fiction, truly. You won't believe this, Captain. You won't believe this. So, um... As filmmakers, he states, we were so incredibly inspired by the citizens' movement, which tirelessly worked to uncover the problems and speak out. Bev Harris exposed the lack of transparency surrounding Diabold's voting machines and caught the company in numerous lies. Her findings had a profound impact and triggered a retaliatory response from the company, Michaels explains. Diabold launched an extraordinary public attack on the film and demanded that HBO pull the documentary from the schedule, he states. They even called the devastating hack of the Diebold machines that forms the climax of the film a sham. Now, um, hacking democracy is unique in that it was, it was conducive to an outcome wherein a normal citizen courageously took on a large corporation. Actually, So they actually hired some Finnish hacker, the documentary filmmakers did, and they got some um, election supervisor in Florida, a county in Florida, I believe, to watch. And basically, this hacker hacked into the system in Florida. Okay, so they proved that the, the system could be hacked very, very easily. And so, although Diebold is still in existence today, this is written in 2016, okay? It's no longer in the business of elections. Michaels explains that the company finally sold off Diebold election systems in 2009 which was the voting machine arm of the Diebold Corporation. But, but here's the thing. The Huffington Post is concerned. They, they do warn. They say the sanctity of America's elections, however, is still in the hands of a private corporation. Captain, can you guess? Guess which current voting machine company purchased Diebold in 2009? Starts with a D, ends with Ominion. Can you believe that? So Dominion purchased this company and has a corner on the market, a corner on the market. Um, so anyway, it's, 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 it's really remarkable. Um, I want to go through a few of these things real quick with everybody. Just, just some headlines um, from 2016, right? So here's a headline from Politico magazine, how to hack an election in seven minutes. How to hack an election in seven minutes. Um, so you've, you've got this story. You know, here's the subheadline: With Russia already meddling in 2016, a ragtag group of obsessive tech experts is warning that stealing the ultimate prize, victory on November 8th, would be child's play. Child's play to steal an election is what they're saying in 2016, according to Politico. 
So cybersecurity researchers flocked to study these machines, uh, but they say they were faced with an uncompromising adversary, the voting machine companies, which viewed the code of the machines as intellectual property. Until 2009, two companies, Diebold and ES&S, controlled the lion's share of the voting machine market. So you understand that this name Diebold and these concerns are coming up time after time after time after time. And these are Democrats that are making the allegations. One of the companies, Sequoia, later acquired by Dominion. So there's another voting company that was previously accused of having problems that Dominion purchased. So anyway, Sequoia once threatened Princeton's, these two professors, with legal action if they attempted to examine one of their models. In 2003, an employee at Diebold mistakenly left 40,000 files containing code for the Diebold AccuVote TS, one of the most widely used machines on the market, on a publicly viewable website. The computer scientists moved in, and one of the early formative papers was published on the subject. The machine's smart cards could be jerry-rigged to vote more than once, poor cryptography left the voting records file easy to manipulate, and poor safeguards meant that a malevolent developer, an employee inside the company perhaps, could reorder the ballot definition files, changing which candidates received votes. So, um, 2016. Let's see here. So, you know, it's just, it's outrageous to me here that you have, you have this, this Dominion voting machines claiming that they had the, you know, the perfect system. Now, of course, they're going to say they have a perfect system and there were no problems at all because it's, it's in their best interest to make money because the only way they make money is if they can make the claim and convince, you know, different counties and states that, that, that there's, that it's, you know, this perfect voting software that's safe and secure, but it's not the same issues that are brought up in these articles I've mentioned to you before about them not being transparent about things, not being willing to show their technology and so on and so forth. It's the same thing today. So you just have to take their word for it is essentially what it comes down to. They don't share their their the, any of the, the information about these systems, how they operate. They want to keep it a secret. And they can say, give whatever reason they want, proprietary information and, and intellectual property and so on and so forth. But I'm sorry, when you turn your elections over to a private corporation, and they're not transparent about their systems they have in place to begin with, that's a problem. That's a problem. And of course, the easiest solution here is to go back to paper ballots. That's it. That would solve all these problems. And that's been advocated for even by Democrats in the past. And obviously, whenever the Democrats push for something, it's not because they want free and fair. It's because it's going to benefit them. It's why they push to change election laws, to have, have you know, ballot drop-off boxes and so on. It's not because they want people, so-called people, to have easy access. It's because it's going gonna, it's gonna, to you know, tip things in their favor. So you know, I, I want to bring up a couple of things. In Georgia, for example, in, in November of 2020, there was this report. Election of, but the reason I'm doing this is because Dominion's lawsuit is saying that you know, basically— well, one, Fox News knew they were lying and lied anyway to damage Dominion. But they're also saying that Dominion itself is like a perfect voting machine. And that, that in itself, in their lawsuit, in their, in their filing, 
is is a joke. I mean, it's 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 unrealistic. It's hyperbole. Election officials in Georgia still have no explanation for a technological glitch that created voting problems in two Georgia counties on the morning of November 3rd. A local election supervisor said nine days later, nine days later, this was 2020 in Georgia. The supervisor, Marsha Ridley of the Spalding County Board of Elections, had initially attributed the problem to a vendor's 11th hour update to the equipment. So a lot of people weren't able to vote on these machines in these two counties in Georgia is the point. And Dr. Ridley, or uh, Ridley, uh, Marsha Ridley, in her statement, she said that a representative for the election technology vendor, Dominion Voting Systems, told her office that it had uploaded some kind of update the night before the election and that this created the glitch. So, I mean, this is a problem. And I, sp- yeah, I mean, and of course, Dominion came out and called her a liar, called her a liar. They, I mean, there's some more defamation on the part of Dominion. So this supervisor was just making that up. I mean, if you're the supervisor and you have a conversation with someone about what happened with the voting machines, unless you're Joe Biden, it's pretty hard to get wrong who you were talking to on the other side of that phone. Because the purpose of that phone call would be to figure out what happened. And the person you'd be hoping to talk to is Dominion Voting Systems representatives. And so she said a Dominion representative told her they uploaded this update. And Dominion comes out and says, no, 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 we, we certify. No, that's not true. That's not true. And they, they wouldn't provide a response. Here's one more story. Remember the Arizona and Maricopa County, that big debacle with the Dominion voting systems? Well, all we wanted was confidence that the elections were free and fair. And Dominion wouldn't give that to us. Democrats wouldn't give that to us. So Maricopa County, Arizona, just to remind you, supervisors and Dominion voting systems refused to produce additional election material on Monday in response to new subpoenas filed by the Arizona Senate and the state's contentious ongoing audit of the 2020 presidential election. Why wouldn't they cooperate? Just cooperate so we can see and move on. So we don't have this problem like we have today, worried about the the, the fairness of the elections. The subpoenas issued July 26th of 2020 uh, 2020, 2021, 2021, obviously, by Republican Senate leaders demanded that representatives for the County Board of Supervisors and Dominion appear and produce the materials. Instead, county officials and a Dominion attorney sent the Senate President Karen Fan a letter outlining why they will not comply. The subpoenas demanded routers, machine passwords, and voter registration records from the county. And the, same, and the same machine passwords from Dominion. Instead of complying, attorneys for Dominion and the supervisors sent letters to the Senate. The supervisor said they have given what they are legally and responsibly able to provide. See, they're hiding behind this. They're hiding behind this every single time. We can't share this information with you. And these are the same problems that were brought up in the documentary in 2006, later in 2010 with the Huffington Post, and countless other places. These people aren't transparent. And I want to talk about another aspect of this lawsuit, by the way. You know, the, the, the media and Dominion, of course, they are angling to suggest that Fox News has no credibility, that they peddle in lies, peddle in lies. Now, 
This is the section of the show where we're just going to have some fun. I'm going to play some clips here. The first one's a real hoot. If you haven't heard it, you are welcome. Okay. So, you know, cue up. Cut five, Captain. So I just think, you know, the absurdity of the lack of self-awareness by the propagandist media. Even, even if it's true that Fox News got it wrong about Dominion and reported something that turned out not to be true. Has the left ever done that? And furthermore, did the left know that what they were saying was not true? Let's just have some fun. Let's go with my favorite lie by the left. Trump-Russia collusion. Play the cut. Go. Trump-Putin. Russian collusion. Trump-Russian sort of collusion. Trump-Russian possible collusion. Trump-Russian metal collusion. Trump-Russia possible collusion. Trump-Russian potentially collusion. Trump-Russia possible collusion. Trump-Russian possible collusion. Trump-Russian collusion. Trump-Russian collusion. Trump-Russia possible collusion. Russian hacked our election. Here comes a big change. Because all of a sudden, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Russian, Russian, Russian collusion, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Trump, the Russians, collusion, collusion with the Russians, Trump, Russia possible collusion, Trump, Russia possible collusion, prove collusion, prove collusion. Was there collusion? Absolutely. Trump, Russia possible collusion. All right, so that's that's enough. You get the idea. I think it goes on longer. I didn't put that one together. Um, I found it. I don't know who to give credit to, to it for. There's a bunch of them circulating out there, but whoever did that, um, my hat's off to you, truly. That, that was good, and it was fun with the music, you know? So um, so anyway, so there's Trump-Russia collusion. Now, Trump-Russia collusion, of course, was a creation of the Democratic Party, the Hillary Clinton campaign. I mean, they paid people to come up with a fake dossier I mean, it was a coup attempt. All right, let's call it what what it was. Trump-Russia collusion was a coup. And the media was complicit, and they were in on it, and they spread that lie every single day, claiming that it was true. They they didn't ask any questions. They just took what the Democrat Party told them and put it out there like it was fact. So how about defamation? There. Now, let's do another fun one, Captain. Let's do... This doesn't have music. I'm sorry. That was the best one. We, we came out of the gate with the best one. Uh, you have to sing to yourself. So now another significant piece of information, the Hunter Biden laptop, right? All these intelligence agencies, officials, 51 of them or whatever, deep staters came out. The media didn't, um, well, they dismissed it completely. They said it was Russian disinformation. So I would just remind the media and the left out there and these abject idiots that are trying to call Fox News some kind of purveyor of misinformation. Well, here's your second, second misinformation that you spread. Go ahead and play the cut, uh, Captain, number four. Go ahead. No, no, I probably best I don't. Obviously, uh, we're not going with the uh, New York Post story uh, right now on Hunter Biden. This is really one of the stupidest October surprises I've ever seen. It helps to really view this as storytelling, not so much as news coverage, but as political entertainment. NPR explained 
We don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories. Who even thought to make that story up? It's a story that many intelligence experts say has all the hallmarks of a foreign interference campaign. It looks like it's tied to Vladimir Putin in Moscow. This is a Russian intelligence disinformation campaign. It's foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Russian intelligence. Rudy Giuliani was not fed passively Russian disinformation. He ordered it off the menu. And this is a classic example of the right-wing media machine. And he's in the midst of a scandal. He's not. And he's taking... He's of course not. he is, no. Leslie. We should note Hunter Biden isn't running for president. That argument has been debunked. There is no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong. For all we know, these emails are made up. It just lacks credibility. Okay, I would love if you guys would start doing that digging and start doing that verification. No, we're not going to do your work for you. Character matters. It matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person. I don't know what that was. It slipped in there on me, Captain. Anyway, I was putting these things together late at night. You know, it's 2 a.m. probably. Um, So anyway, I think the point's being made pretty easily here, is it not, Captain? That the people that are trying to claim that Fox News uh, is spreading disinformation and needs to be silenced and controlled, well, they themselves are the ones that only spread disinformation. They exclusively peddle misinformation and lies. Now, I was talking about the discovery process here. And Dominion is leaking things to the Democrat Party and their media to try and prove their point that somehow Fox News acted in a malicious manner. Because really, that's the bar that they're trying to prove here with this case. They have to prove that it was done with ill intent, right? So they have to prove that the organization, the anchors, that we're talking about the Dominion systems in a negative light. Well, they have to prove that those individuals knew that it wasn't true, admitted that it wasn't true, and then did it anyway, right? So that's the malicious intent. Well, so Fox News also has been able to get documentation from Dominion. And I want to share some of that with you. So here's the headline from Gateway Pundit. Fox News filing shows Fox a Fox News filing shows Dominion voting systems executives, including Eric Coomer, knew its voting systems had major security issues, was hacked and was riddled with bugs. Now, remember, in their filing Dominion's the lawsuit, they claimed that um, whatever the words were, you know, that this was the, the, the most perfect system ever devised. 2020 was the safest ever because of our machines. Well, now you have a problem because they're lying in their own lawsuit, because Fox News is discovering that their own executives have have admitted that their software sucks. And they actually use profanities, you'll find out, to describe their own junk that they're selling. So Dominion Voting Systems, of course, sued Fox News for $1.6 billion in a defamation lawsuit in March 2021. On Thursday... Fox News filed a brief in this case with Dominion Voting Systems. Fox News uncovered some material issues with Dominion and its voting systems. These items were so serious that Dominion employees expressed concerns about these issues as noted below. All right, here we go. Here we go. You corrupt Democrat operatives at Dominion. You liars and frauds that are trying to destroy our republic with your crappy voting machines. Mark Beckstrand, a Dominion sales manager, confirmed that other parties have gotten a hold of Dominion's equipment illicitly in the past. 
Wow, doesn't sound very secure to me, does it? Beckstrand identified specific instances in Georgia and North Carolina and testified that a Dominion machine was hacked in Michigan. Beckstrand confirmed these security failures were reported about in the news. Just weeks before the 2020 presidential election, Dominion's Director of Product Strategy and Security, Eric Coomer, acknowledged in private that our Shiza is just riddled with bugs. According to the brief in 2019, Coomer noted that our products suck. That's a quote. So Coomer, speaking about Dominion products, says our Shiza is just riddled with bugs and our products suck. And yet Dominion is out there pushing their products that suck and are riddled with bugs on every county in America demanding that they be used because they're so safe. Some sales guy, huh? Hey, uh, we need to get these implemented in all 50 states, every county known to man. Just use our software. Selling point. Our shizes riddled with bugs and our products suck. Take it here. So he lamented, Coomer that is, that almost all of Dominion's technological failings were due to our complete F up in installation. So Dominion installers themselves or whoever's installing them can't even get them installed correctly. In another instance, he identified a critical bug leading to incorrect results. In a Coomer email from January 5th, 2018, he noted, it does not get much worse than that. And while many companies might have resolved their errors, Coomer lamented that we don't address our weaknesses effectively. Well, there you have somebody else, an executive there at Dominion, saying that we don't even address our problems. That's how seriously we take elections in America. We know there's bugs. We know our products suck. But you're buying them anyway, and you know why you're buying them and we're making money hand over fist? Because it's taxpayer dollars. That's why. When the government buys stuff, they don't care. It's your money. They're not spending their own money. So we're just going to keep this little grift going. Other internal documents noted that a glitch identified by a security expert in Antrim County should be detected in the software. Now, this is, this is a big point, a big point in this case. Because I told you about how in 2020, Antrim County, Michigan, there were reports of glitches with the system. And the media and Dominion came out and said it was not their fault. They had nothing to do with it. Okay? Their, their systems were perfect. It was human error. Human error. Right? They are blameless. Pure. Okay? But here you have Dominion. admitting uh, that the expert, well, here's what happened. So internal documents noted that a glitch identified by a security expert in Antrim County should be detected in the software. Coomer shared that the expert isn't entirely wrong. So the, the issue is, yeah, maybe it's not a problem with our software per se, but our software should be better prepared to detect this problem and fix it since we're providing this voting software and this stuff happens all the time. But in in public, to us, they denied that they bore any responsibility. But in private, you have Coomer saying, well, actually, that security expert that we're uh, you know, dismissing and so on and so on. Well, actually, he's right. He's right. This is kind of our fault. So, I mean, this thing's falling apart. But you wouldn't know that if you listen to the leftist media. Because, of course, their objective is to 
destroy Fox News. And, you know, I, 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 we're going to play these other kip, clips, I, I, I promise, Captain. I was joking with Captain before the show because in my show prep, I always prepare, over-prepare for the show. And I send him, you know, 15 clips. And, you know, I, I can talk. It's, it's just, it's a God-given gift. I can do it. I can keep going forever, sometimes more effectively than others, but usually pretty soundly. And, you know, so I never play the clips. I'll send him 15 clips. And we get through four. And Captain doesn't even have to say anything to me. I immediately feel insecure. I feel judged. I feel worried that our relationship's going to be severed and, and I'm going to lose my producer. Um, but anyway, so, so we're going to get through all these. So anyway, look, I, I, wrote this, I wrote this piece on Substack today. And, you know, a note about the Substack, I just offered a paid subscription service. Um, you know, you can read about what that's going to offer on the Substack. It's not going to interrupt... All of you who've been free subscribers thus far, the, the many of you out there, you'll continue to get articles and things like that. But uh, we're, we're taking this program um, and what we're doing to the next level. Captain doesn't know about it yet, but I'll let him know after the show. Get ready, Captain. All right. So I wrote about, I just want to, I just want to point out some things I wrote here. So, you know. I already mentioned that Dominion itself has a conflict of interest here because its existence and business plan is wholly dependent upon us buying their voting software. So if we don't buy it, they go out of business. And so it's in their best interest to sell this to the American people. So obviously they don't want to return to, you know, hand ballots and so on and so forth. They want to make the case that this is the way to go forward. And we know intuitively that this is not the way forward. We know intuitively that the way forward is to just do a hand ballot. It's not that big a deal. We've always done it. But obviously this company wants to make money and make a windfall off of this. And they have. They have made a windfall. And so when they're out there saying these claims are unjustified, how dare you? Well, they're worried because it's their reputation at risk. Certainly, I understand that. But they're not being truthful by saying that their software and their equipment is is without fault. And so I, I just think that's the ridiculous part of Dominion's claim, which is to say that, you know, our stuff's perfect. It's not. No one's admitted that. Everyone knows it's not. And obviously, according to these documents that Fox News obtained through Discovery, even your own executives acknowledge that your stuff sucks. Your shiza stinks. And you're out there telling us it's great. I mean, we should, we should be getting rid of all Dominion systems across the board right now. No Dominion systems should be utilized. They should be taken offline. They should be given back or destroyed with hammers. I don't care. Get rid of it all. And, and I, you know, my point here is that this Dominion lawsuit against Fox News and One American News Network it actually further erodes the company's credibility, right? Because they didn't sue MSNBC. They're not suing anybody else who's, who's drawn attention to the fact that these machines suck in the past and that there's, you know, honest concerns. They didn't care. Now suddenly they care because it's Fox News and One American News Network. And, and the point is this comes on the heels of DirecTV already getting rid of Newsmax, the fourth highest rated news network in the country, 
and one American News Network before that. So there are like 22 or 24 liberal news stations carried on DirecTV. And now there are only two conservative ones, Fox News and The First, which is a much smaller program. Jesse Kelly's got a show on there and a few other people. Um, so, you know, I, I just, I have to get back to this point, and I have to make this point. The, the Dominion lawsuit is, is only thinly veiled as, as a defamation case, okay? It's actually a Democrat operation to take Fox News out of commission, to restore their media monopoly, and to silence political dissent. Because the way they're maneuvering this, and you'll hear the clips in a moment, is to suggest that anything said on Fox News can't be trusted. That's where they're going. They're trying to label anything that is political dissent as misinformation. The, the, the Democratic Party is using this lawsuit and using Dominion to set the precedent and lay the foundation for this new ministry of truth. Now, remember, they tried to establish their ministry of truth right before, and it went down in flames. Well, this is another means of achieving that. Because if, if, if they could win this lawsuit against Fox News, well, it's going to give them this, this, uh, this authority, this control to deem certain news true or false. That's where this is headed. So, you know, DirecTV dropped, and, you know, DirecTV dropped them after a couple of Democrat congressmen sent a letter to them urging them to take action against One America News and Newsmax. And lo and behold, after they get that letter, it happens. And they use the word misinformation every time. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. But never mind all the dangerous rhetoric from the left, all the lies from the left, you know, like... The Hunter Biden laptop was misinformation, which that alone, had that been actually acknowledged and journalists had actually covered it, that might, even despite any any cheating, could have turned the tide of the election. So I want you to hear what what the Democrats are saying out there. Uh, This is Ari Melber, cut seven captain, on MSNBC talking about this lawsuit. Whether you count Mr. Murdoch out or not, what we're seeing, filing after filing, day after day, is a case where there is so much mounting evidence that if this does get to trial, that might be the worst thing for the Fox News empire and Rupert Murdoch that we've seen in years. And according to the plaintiffs, that would be a very good thing indeed for restoring some standard of truth and accountability in our polarized politics and media at a time when people are trying to literally overthrow the government, commit sedition, and kill innocent Americans in the name of lies that they often heard on Fox News. Do you see where this is going? Do you realize that we're living in a Soviet-style dictatorship? Do you realize that this is communism? This is statism? You have a media complying. You have a a private public company, Dominion, which is participating in this. You have an entire political party in this country who is angling and using every possible 
you know, strategy, every possible company, every possible means they can to silence political dissent. And they are labeling, they're using Fox News now, right? They're trying to get Fox News scalp because if they can get Fox's scalp, well, that applies to all of us because who watches Fox News, right? Who who is it that takes in this information and watches Tucker Carlson? You see, they're saying that the stuff that Tucker Carlson and Fox News says is dangerous. And that it's dangerous because people like you and me are consuming it and we're a threat to the republic. And that has to be stopped. And that is them admitting what this lawsuit is about. It's not about defamation. It's not about defam- it's not about Dominion's defamation. It is about Fox News defamation. It's about the defamation of you and me. It's about saying that you and I don't have the right to speak freely because our speech is dangerous. Our speech is dangerous and you will be punished if you say it. Look what Dominion was just able to do. You want to speak out and say things? No, you're done. We'll take everything you have away from you. Meanwhile, we're going to go out there and say whatever we want to lie and cover up for this Biden administration and the Democratic Party. We'll tell you we created, you know, a million jobs when we actually counted, created 10,000. We'll lie through our teeth about everything. Sorry, cue up cut, cut eight, Captain. This is Norm Eisen at CNN. Let's hear what this brainiac had to say. Uh, Well, I think it's quite serious because when you go uh, beyond reporting, Fox defense as well. We were just reporting. But when you go beyond reporting and your chairman admits there was endorsement, then that opens you up to liability under the actual malice standard. And Wolf, it's not just $1.6 million. If the jury decides that this conduct was egregious enough and much that is in here continues to be shocking, that's bristling, almost 200 pages, every page has a Perry Mason moment, If the jury decides that it was bad enough conduct, they can double or triple that $1.6 billion or go even higher. So I think there's very serious legal exposure. This is one of the most devastating depositions that I've ever seen. Do you hear how elated they are when they talk about this situation? And they're descending, of course, into hyperbole once again. I mean, this is the way... The media tries to shape reality. We've seen them do this time and time again, right? With with Trump-Russia collusion, the walls are closing in every single time. I've never seen anything this serious before. We've never had a president. Look, we've impeached him. This is, you know, they impeached him for insurrection, which didn't happen. And they say, oh my God, this is the first time in history a sitting president, you know, has, has been impeached twice. They celebrate these things, these milestones for them in an attempt to build their, their mythical alternate reality for their stupid base. This is going to be devastating. Defamation, my A-double-S. The American people have been defamed by this, these liars and propagandists in the media. How do we sue, huh? How do we sue to get our country back? How do we sue to, 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 to fix this country when these people lie to achieve these, 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 these schemes in America to hide things from us. I mean, if people knew the reality, if the media just did their job and reported honestly, honestly, this country would be in such a better position than it is today. But we're not, and they know it. 
and you and I are suffering, we're losing our country because these idiots, these liars are intentionally spewing this BS in order to achieve some agenda that does not benefit you or me and the American people. And there's no accountability for them. Where's the accountability for the coup attempt, Trump-Russia collusion? Where are those? Uh, where's the accountability for anything in this administration? The account accountability for what's going on at the border. The accountability for Biden, who's gotten hundreds of thousands of American children killed by fentanyl overdoses that are a direct result of his policies with an open border. Where's the accountability for that? Or the accountability for those dozen or so American service members who were killed in a suicide bombing in, at the Kabul airport in Afghanistan because of his botched withdrawal? Or the billions of military equipment and arms we left behind for the Taliban, which is now selling them to Russia? Where's the accountability for any of this? The accountability for the fact that this administration pitched us the Inflation Reduction Act, which was a lie. They sold it as the Inflation Reduction Act. It helped exacerbate inflation. It was the Green New Deal, and they admitted it after the fact. These people lie to us every single day and get away with it, and they want us to be upset with Fox News. Go to hell. All right, let's do uh, cut nine, Captain. This is uh, Oliver Darcy, another brainiac uh, on CNN. Go. If that's new. I mean, there, this is really shocking stuff. Uh, there's a you lot were, in these. Even you were surprised. I mean, you've been following this stuff for years. You, but you were surprised at the things in this. I was reporting a lot about what Fox was doing in 2020, and I never really imagined that behind the scenes there would be this sort of damning information, these sort of admissions that were being made by top executives and top hosts like Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, uh, and so on and so forth. In, in this recent legal filing, what we have here is Rupert Murdoch uh, calling the Trump lies that were being pushed about the election damaging, calling them BS, and then also conceding that he knew that some of his top hosts at the network were peddling this lie to viewers. In a deposition that Dominion took, and I want to read to you part of it, they ask him, you are now aware that Fox endorsed at times this false notion of a stolen election. Murdoch says, not Fox, no, but maybe Lou Dobbs, a former Fox host, Maria Bartiromo, as commentators. It's a weird Split, splitting of heresy does. And then they go through. Fox host Jeanine Pirro. I think so. Lou Dobbs. Cut it. it. It's a splitting of hairs. He's a liar and a saboteur. It's not splitting hairs because the whole point of this lawsuit hinges on the fact that they're trying to say that Murdoch knew that all these people, all these different hosts, you know, they were lying and he just permitted them because he wanted them to go out and spew this lie. This is an attack on the First Amendment, an attack on free speech. And I want you to, to think about Oliver Darcy there. Oliver Darcy talking about how shocked he is by this. This is just shocking. Think about the previous host that I played, talking about how, you know, each new finding is just is, is, is more shocking than the last. And yet these people that are so stunned by the fact of nothing, the fact that Fox News people reported something that they didn't like, they're so upset by that, but they weren't upset and they weren't interested about the COVID origins. They weren't upset when they found out that, of course, COVID came from a Chinese lab. They're not interested or upset about the fact that it turns out that the U.S. government via Fauci funded the research that created the pandemic that they spent all this time and attention blaming Trump for. 
They weren't upset when it turned out that the vaccine that they'd been given their marching orders by Pfizer and the government and maybe DARPA and pharmaceutical companies to tell you and lie to you that it had 100% efficacy, the, the virus stops. It just stops. You can't transmit it. You can't get it if you just get the vaccine. And then it turned out that you could get COVID. Where was the shock when they found out that they were lied to? Huh? How about when they found out that the Hunter Biden laptop story was real? Ooh, were they shocked by that? No, they didn't care about that. How about FBI? When we, when we found out with the Twitter files and everything else, that the FBI was actually colluding, was putting pressure on Twitter to control free speech, that their Democrat friends in Washington, D.C. were sending emails to Twitter saying, you know, I don't really like this guy. He's got 12 followers, but I would be really appreciative if you could just shut him down because I don't like what he's saying. Where was the outrage there, Oliver Darcy? Nowhere to be found. You know, I am so sick and tired of these people intentionally destroying our country. And I am so sick and tired of this, this cronyism and this corruption just being pitched to us like it's normal, like we're just supposed to ignore it, like it's no big deal. And I'll say this to end the show here. This Dominion stuff and the revelations and the way the media is working and using this Dominion case to destroy Fox News, destroy credibility, and furthermore, set the precedent to further step on the necks of the American people to squash free speech and squash voices of dissent that they don't like and don't agree with. I just... I just, uh, you know, this raises the, the, the additional concerns about, about Dominion. And I, I'm sorry, you know, I mean, I, I just, there's no faith in elections and there's no interest in, in doing that. You know, when, when the Democrats win, no big deal, you know, if the, I mean, it's just, the way to get through this is to go to papered ballots. And we're not going to do it because, you know, I, I, the, 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 the same thing to do in this country is to pull the plug on this sort of stuff, to take this type of possible corruption out of it. The fact that this private entity that makes money off of the U.S. government and taxpayer dollars buying their equipment and installing it to use it is a problem. They're donating to the Clinton Foundation. We know that our government's corrupt. We know what they're doing in Ukraine. We know the corruption there, spending money. You think they're not going to grease the wheels of Dominion executives and so on and so forth? I don't like it. All right, well, you know, now you know the rest of the story. So that's what's going on with Dominion. I hope that was informative. Uh, If not, got your blood pressure soaring through the roof as it did mine. Uh, But anyway, thanks for tuning in. Um, God bless you all. And uh, until next time, check check out the Substack too. And subscribe. Thanks, Captain. Talk to my friend Drew. And I'll tell you what, he's a tough guy. A millennial conservative. I've, I've become a big fan of One your writing. Of the great young thinkers of our time. Appreciate his opinion. Conservative Drew Allen. Has Drew Allen. I look to this guy for wisdom.